Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nazir daf Nun Aleph. We are holding on the very top of daf Nun Aleph Ahmed Aleph at Tanu Rabbanan. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer and of his wife and children. And Le'ili Nishmas' mother, Golda Vasimcha Shalom, And it's also sponsored by Ellen and Michael Wexelbaum in honor of a new grandson born to their children, Rachel and Yitzi Lebel. Mazel tov to the Wexelbaums. They should be Zoha to uh, see their children, be Machnis, their grandson. Uh, so uh, we are uh, holding again at the top of Nanal from Nanal. And the Gemara is going to talk about the entire daf is about Rekev. We started the discussion of Melot Havard Rekev that is Metame and that a Nazir's Megaleach on the tomb of a Melotarvid Rekev. So the discussion started yesterday with what exactly is the shear of a Melotarvid. But now we're going to have to define how Rekev is made. Rekev is decomposed matter of a mace. So we're going to define Rekev, how many parts of the mace and uh, the atmosphere of burial that's necessary in order for the decomposed matter to be considered Rekev. Since Rekev is fully decomposed, the Pashtus is, had we not had a special Allah Moshe Misinai, is that it wouldn't be Metame at all. So there is Allah Moshe Misinai it's Metame, but that Allah Moshe Misinai must have come with very uh, significant restrictions or rules as to when Rekev is made. So we're going to discuss that. What about hair and fingernails, does that contribute toward the uh, Rekev? Or is that Mevatel, the Rekev? What about hair and fingernails that are Omed Ligazes? Is that considered to be part of the body? Then the Gemara is going to have a series of, uh, of Shailas uh, on the bottom of Amadal of going over Talmud Bays of different items that are foreign to the body and whether they're considered Rekev. What about a fetus inside a, uh, an expectant mother? What about Zera from a man that's inside of a woman? What about waste inside a woman's stu- uh, uh, a person's Stomach, does that is that a mitztaref to the rekev? Is there rekev from a mace shechasar or from an aver menachai? Do, do we have uh, the status of Tumas rekev? That's going to lead us all the way at the end of the daf, which we probably won't get to today, into a discussion of the din of a beria, of a complete entity, and what happens if the complete entity is somewhat chaser. So let's, uh, so uh, the, the, the again, the background to the sugya is that we're talking about rekev mena mace, which is the decomposed matter or the just the dust that that's left from the decomposed matter from the body after the body is fully decomposed. And Meikaradin, it really shouldn't have been anything. There's no mamashus of the mace left anymore, just like a sheret that decomposes and becomes afar is not metame, but that a malo tarvid of rekev is metame like all the dinam of Tumas Meis. Tozyantov points out, we just learned yesterday that it's really malo chafnaim, it's really a handful of rekev. We use the term malo tarvid because who would pick up rekev with their hands? They're more likely to pick it up with a kli if they're going to pick it up at all. And that's why we always use the term malo tarvid. And even if someone is in the same ohel as a malo tarvid rekev, it's metame ba ohel. But since it's a chidish in the and that's what the whole daf is. What is chidusho? What uh, what are the limitations? But uh, there are really two. What's going to emerge from the sugya is that there are really two stages of uh, rekev. There's from the time of the kavura until it's completely decomposed and turns into afruris, and then second stage is after it's entirely turned into rekev. And there are many dinim of rekev that are nogeya only to that first stage and not to that 
second stage. So that's something to be mindful of as we go through the sugya to see what's talking about that first stage from the time of the Misa until the full decomposition of the body, from the time of the Kvura rather, until the full decomposition of the body, and what goes on the uh, second stage. So Tanurabana, we have a Brisa, what uh, type of situation should the mace be in for uh, it to be able to produce Rekev, for its decomposed matter to have the status of Tumas Rekev. So mace Shinikbar Orum. So first of all, the mace has to be buried with no foreign matter attached to it, no Tachrichim, no clothing. But Aron shall Shayish in a, in a, in a marble box, or or directly on a slab of stone. That's the only way that the decomposed matter is going to have a din of Rekev, because that's the only way we know that it's pure decomposed matter of the dead body without anything else mixed in. If, there was, uh, if it was wearing Tachrichim or the body was in dirt or something else, then uh, you, you know that the decomposed matter is mixed with other stuff, and that's not uh, din of Rekev. Nikbar Biksuso, if it gets buried with Tachrichim, or even without Tachrichim, but Ba'arun Shal Eitz, Ol Gabe Ritzba Shal Levanim, it's in an Arun Shal Eitz, or it's on a floor that's not made out of stone, Zo Meishem Rekev. Such a mace would not have a din of, uh, would not have a din of Rekev. So the, uh, the Karenora points out that from the Brisa, we don't know what the status would be if it was buried in an Arun Shal Mateches, what if it was uh, without Tachrichin in a metal box? So uh, on the one hand, we would be medayik from the Reisha that you'd need an Arun Shal Shayish, something that's I- impenetrable entirely, like a marble box that's going to generate re- uh, Rekev, but Matechas would not. But from the Sefer, it says that an Arun Shal Eitz does not have a din of Rekev, which sounds like anything that's less penetrable than Eitz would have a din of Rekev, which makes it sound like Matechas would have a din of Rekev. The Rambam in the seventh Barak of Ilson Zerus Paskins that a mace that's buried in Arun Shal Mateches does not have a din of Rekev. So the Achronim tried to figure out where he got that from. Right? You can't be medayik from this Brisa because there are, there are conflicting mashmos in the Brisa, but probably had another source, a Yushalmi or something, or a Tosefta that says something like that. But anyway, the bottom line is that if not all of the Rakvuvis that we have in front of us comes from the body itself, but a part of it is the Begadim or the Aron or the flow or that, uh, you know, the ground that the mace is buried in, so the Allah Moshe Misinai does not cover uh, such a Rekev. The Allah Moshe Misinai is that Rekev is only mitame when there's no foreign substance mixed in with the, uh, with the, with the Rekev from the body. And Tosas points out, and even if you were to take a shear of uh, Rekev that is four or five Melotarvadin, let's say instead of saying, okay, one Melotarvad of Rekev is mitame ba'oel. Okay, there may be a mixture of uh, tachrichin or eights or something else that's mixed in. So I won't take one below tarvid rekev. I'll take five below tarvid rekev. So then I'll know for sure that within that tarovas I have a below tarvid rekev. So Tosa points out in deeper maschil nikbar that uh, it still doesn't work because the gzeres hakasuv is that if there's a davar acher mixed in, it's mevatelit. That any time there's any tarovas, it's not pitul b'shishim, it's not pitul berov, it's not pitul be'elif. It's anything, any amount of uh, anything else of any foreign substance is going to be mevatel the status of uh, of, of rekev. But uh, from, from the, 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 uh, that's from the time of, uh, if anything got mixed in, from the time of the Misa until the time that, uh, that, that it turned into Rekev. But if uh, something got mixed in 
after the rekev was already generated, meaning after the full decomposition of the body already happened, and then you introduce another substance, that's not our sugya. That is a sugya in Meseches Nida and Dav Chavzayin, and that's a machlok as Tanaim. Rabbi Shimon's shita in Nida Dav Chavzayin is sofo kitchi laso, that just like at the first stage, from the time of the Misa until the full decomposition of the body, any mixture of any other item would cause it not to become rekev and not to be metame. So so too in the later stage, after it's already turned into rekev, if you mix in afar at that stage or anything else, it will be batel and it will not be mitame. Um, the uh, the, the chachamim, however, hold that no, this halacha that something else is mevatel the rekev is only at that first at that first stage. But once it's already rekev has already been generated by the full decomposition of the body, it's not going to be batel. You just have to make sure you have a full shear of a malotarvud from the guf of the mace in order for it to actually be metame. So if a person were to take from the offer base akvaros that has a fruris of mesim with uh, mixed in with the uh, with with sand or the dirt, the offer is not metame unless there's a shear more than a malotarvid. Because such a shear definitely will have a malotarvid. Meaning if you take mu- multiple malotarvedim, as long as at the time of the kvura in the base akvaros there was no clo- there was no tachrichin and it was in an orange shalshayish, and only afterwards it turned into rekev. Only then did they mix it into the dirt of the uh, Beis HaKvaros. That is the Machlokas Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim. But uh, as far as our Sugi is concerned at that uh, first stage certainly everyone agrees that any sort of Tarovas of anything will take away the status of Rekev. So another din about Rekev Hames. Amar Ula Ein Rekev Ela Aba Min Abbasur Min Agid Min That Rekev is only generated when it's a, de- a decomposing uh, body that has Basur Gidin and Atzamos. But if the Rekev is only from the Basar, or only from the Atzamos, or only from the Gidin, then it is not going to be Metame. So, Esve, Ravalu Ula, Rava challenges Ula, Rekev, Abamina Basar, Tahar, that Rekev that comes from Basar alone is Tahar, does not have Dine Rekev. Ooh, the implication is, Hamina Etzem, Tame, Afalgav, Afalgav, Deleka Basar, that it sounds like. If it were to come only from bone, then it would be rekev, even though there's no basar together with the atzem. So don't you see from this price that Ula is incorrect? Ula holds you need all three. Basar, Gidin, and Atzamos. The Bryson just says if you have only Basar, it's no good. But that implies that if you have only Etzem, that, that, uh, that, that if you have only Etzem, even without Basar, it is Rekev. So it says, we're not Eimahachi. Rekev, Abamina, Basar, Tahar. Achiyesh, Etzem, Bibasar. That Basar alone is no good until you have Etzem in combination with the Basar. But in Achinami, the Bryson would tell you that Etzem without Basar does not have a din of Rekev. says, we're still not good enough, according to Ula. Like a gidim. Ula said, you need gidim as well. You tell me you have basar, you have etzem, that's fine, but you need gidim also in order for it to be uh, to be rekev. Says, well, yeah, but you have shown the basar, latzamos, below gidim. If there's basar and there's atzamos and it's a dead body, then for sure there must have been gidim. Otherwise, nothing would have connected the basar and the atzamos to each other. So we know that there must have been gidim in there. So Tos points out, so then why do you have to tell me that you need basar, gidim, batzamos? If every time you have basar and atzamos, it's automatic that you have gidim. Then why do you need to say that there's a rule that it's got to be basar gidim ve'atzamos if it's ef shalom basar atzamos without gidim also? So Tos points out because ula uh, would, would uh, ula's chiddush would apply to a nefel. A nefel we learned yesterday sometimes it does not yet.
can have gidim that are developed to attach the basar and the atzamos. So in such a case, it would not develop a sense of rekev unless there were uh, it was fully developed to the point that there were gidim as as well. So that's where you have a possibility of basar and atzamos without gidim. But this price is not talking about a nefil. This price is talking about an adult person who dies. So a regular person who's fully developed who dies and they have basar and atzamos, then you know for sure that they have gidim as well. It's only by a nefil where you're going to find that there might be basar vatzamos without gidim. So another din of Thomas Rekev. Amar Rav Shmuel bar Abba Amar Rav Yochanan. Shnei mesim shekvaran zeh imzeh nasu galgalin zelazeh. That if you have two mesim that are buried with each other, they're each mevatel the Thomas Rekev from one another. Because the Allah Moshe Misina is that Rekev mesim is only metame when it's from one mace, not when it's mixed in, not when the Rekev gets mixed in with, uh, with decomposing uh, matter of another dead body. So Masar Rav Nasan Rekev Abba Mishnei Mesim Tamei. What are you talking about? Rav Nasan says, we have a price that tells us that if you have Malot Harvard Rekev that comes from two Mesim, it's Mitame. So how can you tell me that a Rekev that only comes from one Mase is uh, Mitame, but with a second Mase, it's Mevatalit. We have a Rekev that comes from two Mesim is Mitame. So I'm a Rava. Rava says, no, no, the Bryce is not talking about where there are two Mesim that are buried together. That would not be Mitame. Shekavru Zeb Bifneatzmo, Vizeb Bifneatzmo, Vihirkivu, Vaamdom Lot Harvard Rekev. That once they've already become uh, become decomposed, and each mace only has a chatsi melotavid rekev of, uh, of of substance to it. So at the time of the kavura, they were not muurav with each other; they weren't mixed with each other. So then it has a din of tumas rekev, but it doesn't have a, a shear of tumas rekev. So you can be mitstari for the shear by taking a chatsi melotavid from one mace and a chatsi melotavid from the uh, from the other mace to be mitstari them together to the uh, to the shear. But if they're buried together, then it never becomes rekev in the first place, even if they don't have tachrich, and then even if they are in an Aron Shal Shayish, because they're mevatel, the Tumas Rekev, from each other. Tulsus raises the question, why does the Gemara say that the Bryce is talking about a case that each mace has a chatzi shear, a chatzi a shear of a chatzi tarved rekev? Even if each one had a shear of uh, multiple tarvedim, you could take a chatzi tarved from each one and be mitzari of them because at the time of the kavura they were each buried independently. I mean, you don't need to say that it's gotten down to the point where it's a chatzi tarved from each one. You could say that there are multiple tarvedim from each one, but you take a chatzi tarved rekev from each one. So Tulsa says in a chinami, we don't need to make such an ukimta. But the Gemara wants to uh, be poshed in Ibaya later on, relating to whether the flesh on the person's heel is mitzvah to rekev, and that that Ibaya and that whole raya is only going to work if we assume that the mace is down to chazi tarvid from uh, from each one. So for this line in the Gemara, it's not really we don't need to say va'omdu al malot rekev that the two of them together only only then when you put the two of them together will you get a malot tarvid rekev. For this uh, for this line in the Gemara, we could have said that each mace alone had multiple Molotarved in Rekev, but if you take a Chatzi from each one and you put them together, that's enough to be a Metame. Another did about Dine Rekev. Amar Let's say a person gets a haircut and they take the hair of the person and they bury the person's hair with him. Nasalo Galgalin. That will be Mevatel, the Rekev. It's not going to be Metame to Rekev because once it is uh, shorn off of the person's ha- 
then, then it is no longer considered part of the person's body. So it's as if you have some other foreign substance that's being buried with the person. Anytime you have foreign substance being buried with the person, anything that's not from the body itself is not going to be mevatel, shame rekev. So it sounds like if you did not give the haircut before the kavura, then the sayer will not be mevatel, the din of rekev, even though hair is not quite the same as the body, right? Even when it comes to dinim of tevila, the Gemara Darshans, that Varachatz es besor b'mayim es, hatafel besor l'rabel sasaseyer. See, these sayers aren't really part of the body, it's tafel besoro. It's that which is secondary to the body. But nevertheless, apparently, a hair that's still attached to the body would have a din of rekev. So the Gemara tries to be poshate based on this, a shayla, when it comes to Thomas Mace. And uh, so first, uh, in order to be poshate that shayla, we have to get into the discussion of Thomas Mace in general. It's not awesome. We have a Mishnah Masechus Alos. Kol Tame, any limbs of a body that have a din of Tumas Mace, even when they're not attached to the, uh, to, to the, to the body, um, even uh, the Ora Mace is Tame. For example, uh, it's just that there's Machlok Samurai, Masechus Nida, whether the Or Hamas is Tumim in Torah or Tumim Dirabalan, Tulsus points out over here. But Kol Shabbos Tame, all parts of a body, all Evarim of a body, are, uh, have Tumachut, Minashinayim, Vaser, Vetsiporin, except for the teeth the hair and the fingernails. They don't have a din tuma, but But if they're still attached to the body, then even the hair, the fingernails, and the teeth will have a din of tumma. Why do these things not have a din of tumma when they're uh, not attached to the body? So the uh, in Maseches Nidan Daf Nun the Gemara tells us it's based on the pasuk because all dinim of tumas meis are derived from the pasuk O beetzem adam. So we see that an aver of a meis is only metame when it's domet to an etzem in two critical ways. Number one, that just like a person is born with all of their atzamos, it has to be the kind of thing a person is born. Born with, and second, it has to be something that if you cut it off, it wouldn't grow back. Like an etzem, when it's cut off, doesn't grow back. So that's lemaet shinayim, which a baby's not born with teeth, and it's lemaet the seyar and the tziporen, which even though it may be born with seyar and tziporen, but when you cut it, it does grow back, and therefore it's not similar to uh, to an, to an etzem of a mesatz metame. But the mission over there says bishas chiburon kulon that when it's still attached to the body, then for sure it's metame. So Gemara discusses whether Seir and Sipar that are Mechubar Metame in all cases. What would be the din of hair and fingernails of a mace where before uh, the person died, they were way too long? The person really needed a haircut. The person really needed to cut their nails. Do we say that, uh, that, that it's still considered to be Mechubar to the mace and therefore if you touch them while they're still Mechubar to the mace, you become Tame? Or do we assume that no, that's not part of Tumas Mace, that it's considered as if it's already uh, Gazos. Tulsus points, points out that some uh, assume that this Shaila in the Gemara uh, of Chizkiyev, Sarom in the Galech, Svarnom in the Gazes, is going on Tumas Rekev. That, meaning we have two, we, the, the primary discussion in our Daf is about Tumas Rekev. We, we happen to have brought in now a secondary discussion about Tumas Mace in general, about an actual part of a dead body. Not about the decomposed matter, but about you know the actual hair of a mace and whether that's actually metame when you touch the hair of a mace. So the way I just read this shaila is saro and the 
not when it's decomposed, when it's still attached to the mace and you touch the hair that was only the gazes, that really the guy needed a haircut and you touch the hair, are you metame like you touch the mace? So Tosis points out that there are yesh mefarshim that learned this shaila about rekev, where there's sayer and siporen and, 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 and that are only the gazes and are buried with the mace, are mevatel the din of Thomas rekev because it's a foreign substance that's mixed in. So Tosis says that that's how some explain it, but it's not mistaver at all, because the Gemara's mashma that this uh, Ibaya is a hemshik of the Mishnah in Allah, so we just quoted. The Mishnah of Allah talks about Tumas Mace. It's not talking about Dine Rekev. So in the Sefer, Lekar he says that even though the Ibaya is about Tumas Mace and not about Tumas Rekev, like Tulsus points out, but still the suffix would make sense about Tumas Rekev also, because the Dinim of Tumas Mace and the Dinim of Tumas, Re- and the dinim of Tumas Rekev are Tuliyim Zebazah. So the Gemara tries to be poshit the suffix Legabi Tumas Mace from uh, Rabbah, uh, from Rabbah's statement, which is going to be about Tumas Rekev. Meaning, even though this Shaila may not have been about Tumas Rekev, it will have ramifications for Tumas Rekev because uh, the two uh, the two topics are very much connected to each other. But anyway, what are the stadim of the Suffolk if the guy, when he died, really needed a haircut? Do we assume that anything that really should have been cut off and was homemade to be cut off is as if it was already cut off and therefore it's like taking a hair that's not part of the body and uh, and has already been cut from the body and touching such hair where you're for sure not going to become tame. Or do we say it's nice that the guy needed a haircut, but he didn't get a haircut? It's still attached to the body, and if it's still attached to the body, it's still considered part of the body. Karen Ora says, I don't understand why the Gemara is Musubic about this. This is not the only place in Shas where we have such a shaila, whether it's Kagaz's dummy or not. The Gemara Masech Sanajan Daftazvav talks about a person's Makdishas Avdo, whether uh, he gives his Eva to Hagdish. So is there Mi'ila on the hair that's only the Gaz? And it's the same shaila. When you're maktish avdos, the hair that's only the gaz is considered kegazos dummy or not. And we pass like the Tanakhama that holds hair only the gazes is ainu kegazos dummy. That it's considered as if it's part of the body and there is mi'ila on the hair. So why don't we say the same thing over here? It's part of the body and there's no shaila. So the Karanora says that generally speaking, Sarah only the gazes is not kegazos dummy. It's part of the body. But over here, the Gabi, the din of Thomas Rekev, the, this halacha, where the whole halacha Moshe Misinai is only it could be that is not considered the Iker Gufo Shalmais, meaning when it's a din of whether it's considered Mechubar or not Mechubar, so yeah, it's still called Mechubar, but if I want to know, is it called the Iker Gufo, it could be that there's a different Gedder, what's called Iker Gufo Shalmais, uh, 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 the Menchaschino has a different Svara, in Mitzvah Reish he says that the Gemara Sanhedrin says, why is it that the Sayer of an Eved is Kigufo, even though it's only Ligazes, even though the guy needed a haircut why is it that we consider his hair to be part of his body, and therefore, if you're maktish the Evid, you're being maktish there as well, because calls man that it's still mechuber to his body, it's still being nourished from his body. The hair is still growing, and it's still uh, being nourished from the body. That's not true by a mace. If it was seir omid the gazes, and the guy's dead, so the body's no longer providing nourishment to the uh, to the hair. So maybe the seir is now not considered to be part of the body anymore. And uh, the sefer Sidri Tarasi points out that since the uh, the 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 uh, 
uh, cutting of the hair is not totally in the rutzon of the Evan, it's totally in the rutzon of the Adon, and generally the Adon wants the hair to continue to grow because it's mashbiach. So Mela, the sayer, is not Nidon Kigazos, but by Mace, you don't have that Svara, meaning that Sidretari says a different, a different Svara than the nourishment Svara. That the reason that a hair of an Evan is considered part of the Evan's body is because the Adon always wants his Evan to have long hair. He looks more impressive with long hair, maybe uh, for whatever, but a person himself doesn't want long hair because it's unruly and it's, uh, it's unwieldy. It's difficult to manage. I, I wouldn't know, but it's, uh, they, it's difficult to, to manage when a person has long hair. Uh, so, uh, so the person himself doesn't want long hair, so the Evan doesn't have his own, his, uh, doesn't call his own shots. But by the mace, you don't have such a svara. In the Sefer Bar Moshe, he says the svara, the opposite, that there's a svara to say that even those who hold that a sayer of an Evan that's only the Gazes is Kigazus might be moda that Lagabe Mace, it's not Kigazus and it's still considered part of the body and has the din of Tumas Rekhev because Lagabe and Eved, the, uh, the, the hair is uh, ultimately going to be cut as opposed to by a mace, uh, even though while he was alive, he was only the Gazes, once he's dead, no one's giving him a haircut anymore, right? We don't do that by the guy and they do, you know, where they, uh, they show the body and whatever, they put him in his uh, favorite uh, team's uh, uniform and whatever, you know, or a suit, uh, you know, but, but we, don't, uh, we, we don't do that. We don't dress up. I mean, we don't do anything. We're not giving him haircuts after he's uh, after he's dead. So, uh, so, so it could be that you have a svara in the opposite direction. Anyway, so that's the Shiloh here. The seir omid the gazes is that considered to be metame like the mace? And says uh, Maybe we could bring a raya from Rabbi Barbachana who holds that if the seir of a mace is nigzas and he's buried with it, it does not have a din of rekev. Time from the gazes, hello gazlo, which implies that so long as it's still attached to the body, it will not take away. The din of Rekev, even though it's only the Gazes. So maybe who are din when it comes to Tumas Mace? So long as it's still attached to the body, even though it's only the Gazes, it should still be Matame. Says more, no, Hachi Kamar. No, maybe what Rabbi meant to say is Gazas Hareza Galgalim, that if the hair is, or it has already been actually physically detached from the body, then it's Mivatel the din Rekev. Lo Gazas Mi And if it hasn't been attached from the, detached from the body, then I don't know. Meaning the Rabbi Rabbi is not making a statement that if it's low gazas that uh, that it doesn't uh, take away from the status of rekev. So then, then I'm not. I have the same shaila that you have. So uh, so we can't be poshate from uh, Rabbi Rabbi So by Rabbi Yirmiya. Rekev akev mahu. What about rekev that comes from the flesh of the heel? The assumption is rekev lo Do we assume that the akev is different than the rest of the body? Why would the akev be different than the rest of the body? Because it's mostly dead skin on the heel anyway. So since the nature of the skin on the heel is that it's dead skin, so that, that's why uh, it, it would not, maybe, it would not produce uh, rekev. So do we assume that it's like the other evarim of mace and it's metame, or that it's not metame? Sefer Karen Ora points out that the Savi of the Gemara is where all of the rekev comes from only the akev. But if you take rekev that comes from an entire body, and the akev is included in the entire body, so then it's for sure mitzarif to be metame, and he brings a raya to that idea from, uh, from Tosos. So now the Gemara tries to be poshate this uh, Savi. 
Suffolk about Rekev Abamina Ekev based on the, what we, the Bryson we quoted earlier about Rekev from Shnei Mesim. So Tashima, and remember we said that when we spoke about that case, we said that the case of Rekev Mishnei Mesim has to be that you only get a Chatzim Tarvin from each mace, otherwise this raya is not going to work. So Tashima, Detan Reb Nosim Reb Oshia, Mesim. If let's say you have Rekev that comes from two Mesim that are each uh, buried separately and decomposed separately, and each one is left with only a Chatzi Melo Tarvid Rekev, Melo Chatzi Tarvid Rekev, and you take the, the Rakvuvis of both of them and you Mitzarif them together, Tame. These Alkatayichabam and Ekev Lo, but if you're going to tell me that which comes from the Ekev does not have a Din Rekev, so why would there be a Tzir? Maybe we have to be choshesh that since rov of the rekev uh, is gone and you only have a chatzit tarvid left, maybe that chatzit tarvid that you have left comes from the akev, which doesn't have a din of uh, rekev. So you see that even rekev that that's bamin akev must have a din tuma. Otherwise, we'd have to be choshesh for that uh, over here. So says the gemara. No, it could be that you could bring a right from the brisa that in such a case where the entire mace is nirkav, there's a din of tumma even when the rekev comes from the akev, and that was never the suffix. Our suffix wasn't about if you have a whole body that decomposes and all you're left with is the rekev from the akev. No, that's not the shaila. The shaila is what if you have only one limb? You only have the regel. And, uh, and, and the, the shaila is, are we tola the recovery of the basar of the regel that, uh, that, that that causes uh, the recovery of the Akev and the Akev has no chius in such a situation, maybe it doesn't have a din of Rekev. So that's where the Gemara says, Teku. That we leave uh, un- unresolved. So now the Gemara just raises a series of Shailas uh, as far as a Rekev is concerned. By Rabbi Yirmiya. Number one, Uber is a fetus inside of a pregnant woman. Is that considered something that's going to be mevatel l'shem rekev? Meaning uh, the tachrichim would be mevatel rekev, eight afar would be mevatel rekev. What about another human being that's growing inside of her? Is that just considered part of her body, or is that considered something external? Since we have an expression that uber yerachimo, which means that a fetus is considered like a limb of the mother's body, and therefore it's considered part of the mother of law Galim, it's not going to take away the status of Rekav, it's not going to be Mevatel, uh, the uh, the Rekav from forming. Or do we assume that since ultimately that 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 developing fetus was destined to be an independent living person, so uh, so therefore it's not considered a chilek of the body, it's considered its own separate mace, and uh, this would have the status of two masons that are buried together, and we know that when two masons are buried together and they develop into Rekav together, they're mevatel one another, and they don't have a din of rekev. So now that's one shayla. And if you're going to tell me that it's an independent entity, so what about uh, inside of a woman? She uh, had and then she died. So uh, do, is that mevatel din rekev from the woman or not? Do we assume that since there's no yitzirus uh, havlad, so it's, uh, it, it doesn't have a din of a separate body that's buried together with the woman and therefore it's all considered part of the woman's body or maybe we say that no, it came from outside of her it came from her husband's body and therefore it's not considered part of her body, it's a davr chitzoni and it's mevatel, the din reka from her third shayla, bayi rav papa 
What if she died when there was still uh, undigested food in her uh, stomach? So do we assume that it's mevatel the din rekev or not? Since a person can't live without food, so male is considered part of the body because living humans need food in order to sustain themselves. So uh, the whatever uh, waste matter is there is not mevatel the din rekev. Or maybe since the psalus is not a chelik of the guf, it came from outside of the guf, even though ultimately it was going to, uh, and, and not only did it, did it come from outside of the guf, it ultimately was destined to exit the guf, so maybe it's not considered part of the guf, and it will be mevatel, the shame rekev. A fourth shaila, by Ravacha Bredravika, Oro Mahu, is the or of a mace considered part of the guf, and, uh, and, and, and not mevatel, the din rekev from the guf, or do we consider it to be something external that is mevatel the uh, the din rekev? The, the, now now uh, the rush points out this we should have been able to be poshate from Rabbi Barbarchana that we had an amalalif that dafka sayer that was gazaz mevatel the din rekev minames sounds like if it's not nigzaz it's not mevatel the din rekev even though sayer is more kal than or because uh, it's uh, it's a sayer that's not mechuber to the guf is not metame even midrabanan whereas or that's not mechuber to the guf is definitely mitame. It's just a question midaraisa or midrabanan. So says Rosh. Yeah, the Gemara just doesn't want to be poshate the suffix of an amora from the words of another amora. But this shaila of an amora of ravacha breid ravika, whether or has a din of a, of, of a part of the body or not, could be uh, could be resolved by quoting Rabbi Barbachana from uh, from earlier. However, Tosal suggests that it could be that even Rabba was in stopic by the what the din would be by sayer that's not nigzaz, whether it's mevatel the din rekev or not, and therefore maybe the suffix could extend to the or as uh, as well. In Chidush Rabbeinu Peretz, he says it could be. That the R of a person that's attached to his flesh uh, is mivatel the din rekev, um, but the, if the hair is attached to the head, it's not mivatel, and that's even though hair is more chamer than uh, the, 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 the even though the the the, uh, the R is more chamer than uh, basar, and the fact that it's matami even when it's not mechuber, and the reason is because the seir uh, becomes a yad to the guf, that through that you could grab a person's head, um, and therefore it's considered mechuber and like. Part of the guf, the or is uh, is not a yad to the guf. It's only mishamish the guf in that it protects the guf in some other way. Okay, so that we're, the rishonim just try to work that out, right? How could there be makom for a suffix about or if we already had a discussion about sayer and sayer seems much more removed from a person's guf than or is? Another shaila. I think we're up to number five now. Ravuna bar Manoach. Kicho v'nio mahu. What about uh, the, uh, the 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 saliva and the phlegm? Is that mevatel the din rekev of a mace if it's in the body? Galgalin. If you're going to say that or and kicho and neo, they're all mevatel din rekev. Rekev Meaning we made the qualifications to be able to have rekev a little bit difficult. It was already difficult, right? That the mace has to not be in tachrichim and has to be in a marble box. I mean, it's already difficult. 
to have the status of Rekev. But now you're going to say that if, it, that if the person, when he died, had any saliva, that, uh, that it's not going to have a din of Rekev? You know, you're never going to have a din of Rekev. So the Gemara answers that the din Rekev is only in a unique situation. The Ashkia made the column, where they gave the person to drink before he died, um, uh, water from a, a special Mayan that comes from in between two Dekalim, and that water uh, cleanses the entire body, and that way it removes all Kichovinio and Shechvazera from, uh, from a person. So Sachya Nasa, and they, they then uh, um, uh, uh, anoint the body with a certain type of uh, Sam that removes all hair, Ushlaka and then they slowly cook it in the Chamei and that way it softens the skin, and the skin all comes off. That would be the only way you could ever have a din of Rekha. If they do such a treatment on the body, only then will it have a din of, uh, of Rekha. I just got a Shiloh this morning about a woman who works uh, in a uh, hospital and they wanted to do an autopsy on a stillborn. Um, and she was asked to prepare the body, by, to preserve the body by putting it in. So you would think, when would you ever be doing something like this to a body? So I don't know. I don't know if it's so different than what they do to a body to preserve it. They had to put it, she had to put it in the, the body in a, uh, in, in a container with a particular solution that, uh, you know, to, to preserve the body. So maybe you have this kind of thing by the, by the Rekev as well. So if you have a mace, if you have a mace that you ground up, that uh, the, until it becomes like a fruitus of Rekev, that doesn't have a din of Tumas Rekev. It has to be something that happens naturally, not something that happens by, uh, by a human being uh, messing with the body. What if you ground it up and then it naturally decomposed? Is it critical that just it has all of the elements of Basu Gidim Vatsamos and this has Basu Gidim Vatsamos in this ground up matter or does it have to fully decompose in a natural way and this is not in any way natural. So take who the Gemara leaves that unresolved. Another din related to Rekev. Tani Ula Mace If a mace is missing part of its body Ein Lo Rekev then it doesn't have a din in Rekev because this halach is only when you have a mace shalim. Velo Tfusa and uh, it doesn't have a din Tfusa that if a person finds a mace buried in his uh, in his backyard and he wants to remove it so we could take together with the he's supposed to take together with the body an offer tichuach the any soft ground that's that's around the body and another three at of the hard karka that hasn't been dug into yet because the lecha that comes out of the mace is uh, becomes absorbed in the karka so that din is only when it's a mace shalim but if you find a mace that's chaser you're allowed to remove it without the tfusas a mace veloshchunas kvaros if you find three mesim that are buried in an area that's uh, between four and eight amos that's like a base kvaros and you're not allowed to remove them, even though you have to be, and, and you even have to be choshesh for an additional tumma around that area. Because if you're if you stumbled upon a base akvaros, you have to assume that there are more bodies there. But if one of the mesim does not have a guf shalem, then that din is not chal. So three dinim that don't apply to a mace that is chaser. The din of rekev doesn't apply. The din of tfusas a mace that when you're removing a body, you don't have to remove the entire area surrounding the soft dirt and the three etzbos of hard dirt surrounding the area. And the din of shchunas kvaros. So when you 
find three mesim in proximity to each other, the assumption that you've just stumbled upon a base Akvaros is only if the three mesim are all shalem. So mesive, so the Gemara ch- challenges the dinavula. We have a mission of sechz edios that uh, the, the, there are dinim that are nogea to Avram and Achai uh, that that uh, the, 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 that there are that we learn of Avram and Achai from dinim Avram and Ames. So lo in martiv meishish lo rov rov amlo tavr rekev tomer b'chai shelo lo rov lo rov lo tavr rekev. Meaning you can't compare dinim Avram and Achai to dinim Avram and Ames because we find three chumras by Ames that don't apply to Avram and Achai. One of them is that if rov of the binyan of the guf is still there or rov of the minion of the Avram is still there. It's metame betumas meis. Second, a rova kavatzamos of a meis is metame baol. And third, a melotavred rekev min a meis is metame baol. So the says, when do we say that tumas rekev applies by a meis and not by a chai? Hey chidami, what's the case that you're talking about? That rekev applies by a meis and not by a chai? That the mission just assumes dirkev chadever. It's only in a case where one aver has decomposed. Because if it was the entirety of the body, then 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 it's not a chai. It's not shaykh talk about decomposed entire body of a living body. That wouldn't happen. So So apparently you have to see from this Mishnah that there's no din of Rekev of a single Aver by a Chai, but there is a din of Rekev of a single Aver by a Mace. So you see that if one full Aver alone is uh, decomposed, you do have a din of Rekev. That's a Kashan Ula. Ula said if the Mace is missing any piece, it doesn't have a din of a Rekev. So Mikatani HaMace, HaKam HaShmelan, Shum Mace Yesh Rekev, Shum Chai in Rekev. No, we're not trying to compare the exact case of a chai to the exact case of a mace. We're just saying that in general there's a din of rekev of a mace. And in general there's no din of rekev of a chai. But obviously the comparison is not going to be comparable because it's not going to, it's not going to hold up. Because by a mace it has to be the guf shalem. And by a chai you'll never have a guf shalem. By rave, hirkiv kshu chai mahu. What if one limb was hirkiv kshu chai v'chazaru mace and then the rest of the body decomposed? Mahu. Is that aver mitztarif to the rest of the body for the melotavid rekev? Kigamiri rekev the irkiv kshu meis odilma hashlemia hamayis. Do we assume that rekev is only when it was irkiv kshu meis and therefore it doesn't work, or do we say, well, now he's dead? So tashma lo martemishi yishal rov rov melotavid rekev tomer b'chai taimu shumchai hamayisi yishal rekev. The implication is that since it was chai, so then it's not going to be rekev. But if it was meis, then uh, the din tomus rekev is going to be chal even on that aver that. Uh, that that, that had that had decomposed while it was alive. So it says Mikatani Hamais. The Mishnah says that uh, does the Mishnah say that in that very same case, if it was mace, then it would be Rekev? How come Ashman? it's a separate thing. It's, it's just say, speaking generally that you'll never have Rekev by Chai. You'll always have re- you'll only have Rekev when it comes to a mace. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up with Bayrava at the bottom of the page. Have a great day, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye.